A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy from the past. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well so far. Now, you know, actually ask me later once I've had the surgery. <laughs> well, at this point, you have had the surgery. Well, right? technically, so there's... yes, but right now as we're recording this, no. <laughs> yes, Can it but get that's more the funny thing. <laughs> right, this is like a Marvel movie. Yes. You know, we've got Betsy from the past clashing or coinciding or colliding <laughs> with Betsy from the present. Wait till we have Betsy from the future. I know. And then we'll really have something. Well, you know, I just didn't want our listeners to forget about me. So I figured yeah. that we should record uh-huh. a couple things, you know, just to get them by for a little bit. Right. Well, <laughs> that's what we're going to do today. We've got a number of different things coming up. I, at the very end of the show, I'll have a an up-to-date update right. about Betsy's situation and how she's doing. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to all of that. And I'll tell you how things went. So that'll be very, very brief, but right at the end. We'll also be talking with Jason Slank from Overisa Lumber about deck railings and some of the different woods and materials that you can use. And we'll be talking to Kim Zolper and Nancy Von Inns out of the Saugatuck area about accent walls, how to pull that off, what colors to use, things like that. That's all coming up. But right now, Betsy wanted to give us something that she entitled Decorating Tidbits with Betsy. (laughs) Yes. And I have no idea where you're going with this. So the rest of the time is yours. (laughs) Why, thank you. Um, Occasionally I run across, you know, little articles or little tidbits, basically, Mm -hmm. of things that are slightly intriguing, but yet they're not a full segment. It's like, where do you go with this? You know, so I figured that I just combine them all and, you know, just kind of get people's brains working a little bit a little bit of creative mind um all right i'd like to have my brain working so let's get it going (laughs) right so i came across an article in house beautiful we subscribe to that magazine and if you don't subscribe to it i recommend that you do because there are some really cool ideas in there so just a little extra there um And this article is about a house that was originally built in the 20s. Of course, it's, you know, 10,000 square feet. But their point was it had been added on to multiple times. Like there was the original house and then somebody came in and bought it and added on, but in a different style. And then somebody added on again in a different style. And Oh, really? Yeah. They went through all of these rooms And it was absolutely crazy. Like there was the colonial room and there were places that were decked out in swags and tassels. And there was like the 80s and 90s room. And there's a Western room. Wow. I've always actually dreamed of doing that. Well, um, now you can. (laughs) However, the people who bought the house, of course, did not want all of these different things, you know, and how do you unify something that is so drastically different in all of these spaces. So what they did is the designer came in and she said, we're going to paint everything Benjamin Moore's white dove, every single room that will help unify the whole thing. And then they went through and they did all of the floors, the same wood color. 
So again, you have this unifying element that makes it so that you don't notice all of these different sure. spaces and different styles and things like that. So I found it absolutely brilliant. I mean, what a great way to disguise things that, you know, are a little out of the normal that you might want to hide. And the pictures are are stunning. So and I think you can find this on their website. So you might want to check it out. All right. And what a what a simple way to do that. Oh, and yeah. really inexpensive. I mean the floors aren't necessarily inexpensive. Right. Of course not. But the walls mm-hmm. and what a difference that will make. Once that's all consistent everything starts to blend a little more together and at least helps you get over that hump. So if you're sitting there, I'm sure most people don't have 10,000 square feet of everything from the 20s to the (laughs) 90s. But we do have some rooms that that, that don't feel as consistent. Just getting a similar paint color on everything can hide a multitude of differences. Yes, exactly. What's another tidbit? Um, Another tidbit, and I... I just came across this one and it blew me away. So they were talking about this Miami, I guess, penthouse, if you will. And they tore out a wall and they put a $1.5 million race car on its side to act as a room divider. I was, the picture is stunning. I I mean, holy so cow. You're recommending that that's what we should do? No, I'm just recommending that people look at it because it is unlike anything I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I mean, think about it. That is absolutely thinking outside of the box. I mean, who does that? Well, that's thinking outside of the house. That's thinking, yeah. yeah. I don't have a multi-million dollar race car. I do have a rusty uh, 2005 <laughs> Uh, Pontiac Grand Prix, maybe we could flip the... In fact, the pieces are coming off so rapidly now, we could probably transport it in very easily. Yeah. So I could divide some rooms that way. I'm sure that's going to be well-received. Oh, I'm sure it will. So it just goes to show... So that one's just a funny point. Yeah, it was just a funny thing, and it just goes to show you really can... You know, use your imagination and nothing. There are no limits. Let's just face it. There are no limits. Well, there are no creative limits, but there are time limits. Betsy, you've got probably 48 seconds. Do you have any other ones? Um, Yeah, I found this crazy thing real quick. Ikea and Pizza Hut in Hong Kong have joined forces. And, you know, we all know the little table things that come in your Pizza Hut box that hold the lid up so it doesn't yes. get all cheesy. That we used for our Barbies I, or I mean, yes. that, that my sisters used. <laughs> yes, for, exactly. Yeah. Ikea Ikea has actually made that table now. They've teamed up with Pizza Hut and they are making that table. Wow. We had them in our, my sisters had them in our dollhouses and now they can have them in their real houses. Yeah. Anyway, we'll put some links in the show notes if you want to check it out. Right now we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to be in the studio with Jason Slink talking about deck railings. That's all coming up next. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, normally Mm -hmm. I solve my problems on the radio. Yes. Or at least the ones that we can solve on the radio. (laughs) Yes, because there are many that never be solved. There's many that we can't. Yeah. But there are some that we do, and Uh I like to bring in experts to address the things that I'm dealing with at home. Well, we all know. I still think that's really good. Everybody learns. 
We all benefit from it. Yeah. Some just more than others. You. But this time it's you. You're solving your parents' well, well, problems. Yes, now. I was going to say, let's be correct. Ever the dutiful daughter. We're actually solving my parents' problems. And luckily my mom will listen to this segment. Oh. And so I won't even have to go and relay this information. She can just oh, listen to it for good. herself. Yeah. <laughs> so my parents just put a new deck on the front of their house. Mm-hmm. And she has yet to decide on railings for this deck. I mean, she... So it's just a straight drop off the edge right now? <laughs> uh, yes, at this point. I don't think point. that's terribly safe. We try to keep the dogs back from the edge. <laughs> it is not terribly safe. And, you know, she, she has no idea what to even look for, what her best options are. So for that reason, we've invited Jason Slank of Overisol Lumber, one of the owners of Overisol mm-hmm. Lumber, to be more exact, into the studio. Jason, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So, I guess, really, I just want to know, what are the options? Because we all know about, you know, the normal wood options, but it seems like my mom's talking about some, like, cable something, and they live up north, so there's also the people who have, like, giant glass panels because they want to look at the lake, and mm-hmm. what are all of our options? There are a plethora of options out there. <laughs> yeah, so, <great. laughs> um, I have PVC, composite options... Trex, Azac, TimberTech, Westbury. There's a there's a bunch of brands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, cable is an extremely popular trend right now. That is basically stainless steel cable strung all the way through. It's a nice, clean, modern look. Um, they do cable in vertical sections as well. Hmm. Uh, glass panel as infill. The the options are endless. Really, you're. You're picking your color for your posts mm-hmm. and whether you want those to run all the way up or to be very small and minimal, and then pick your infill style in between. So I'm thinking the composite and the PVC and things like that are going mm-hmm. to be more similar to what wood would be, just a different material, correct? Yeah, it's a similar look. So okay. you basically have, you've got your top rail and your bottom mm-hmm. rail and horizontal balusters in between. Okay. Um, you can get aluminum balusters if you like a little oh. bit of that metal look, or mm-hmm. you want black balusters that kind of you see through it a little bit better. Okay, yeah. The white balusters kind of pop as an accent, <laughs> right? And it kind of goes in trends. I mean, a couple of years ago, there was it was really popular to do big, bulky white rails. Now mm-hmm. we see a lot of railings going small, two inch black posts, aluminum rails, cable sections, like you mentioned. That that minimal look is pretty popular right now. Now, can the composite, because their their deck is wood, since she didn't know yeah. what she wanted, they just mm-hmm. built a deck of wood. Can you put composite rails with a wood deck, or does it have to be with a composite deck? Nope. You can mix and match that however you want. So with a wood deck, a lot of times people will run a structural post all the way up through. Mm-hmm. So you can take the composite materials, have a post sleeve that would slide over top oh. of an existing post mm-hmm. if you were redoing your deck but didn't want to cut the posts out. Okay. Uh, you could do it that way, or there's a lot of options options out there where you can just mount a surface mount post on top of the deck surface. Okay, so even if they've got the deck built without having these yeah. posts there, there's still an option for Definitely. that. Yep. A do-it-yourself kind of a project? Depends on the ability, it but can it's be, doable? Yeah, yeah. It, a lot of people do it themselves. All right. Certainly. And the maintenance on the PVC stuff... Really, really very low. laid back, uh, right? Because everybody uh, it, loves staining 
the all all of the spindles, <laughs> all right? All the nooks and crannies. Yeah. 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 Well, they really love stripping those. Yeah, that's the <laughs> biggest complaint we have is people do the deck and okay, you know, I may not like doing it, but I can do that. And then it comes to the spindles and the posts, and mm-hmm. you just see people crumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, oh man. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody, and uh, she mentioned that the deck was in good shape. But the coating on it was mm-hmm. so bad. So yeah. she was trying to decide what to do if she wanted to clean it off and put new coating on it or if she just wanted a new deck. So she was getting some prices for each one. But the big hang up for her was all of the spindles and the railings and everything. Mm-hmm. Everything looked bad. And in talking to him, we finally came up with a suggestion of why don't you redo the deck, you know, just clean right. it off and put a new coating on. But put the money that you're going to put towards a new deck into just putting new railings up, new spindles up. and give it a brand new look sure a very modern look i would think it's a great curb appeal thing and i mean there's so many things you can do with a rail to change and tweak it for the style that you like but most all of those options are your basic cleaner spray it on wipe it off with a rag yeah, that's your maintenance Enjoy your summer day gotcha yeah. oh, right. that's, that's kind of nice. nice now talk to me about these cable ones because i'm thinking most decks are the spindle kind i mean you know at least as far as i have seen and I know what you're talking about with the cable ones, but I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking spindles. It's going to keep my dog in. It's not going to go falling over the edge. Cables seems like a little dog could, you know, slide right through. <laughs> I mean, is it just, you know, like three cables? Is that a lot of cables? What does that look like? There's typically, on a typical height railing, there's anywhere from nine to 11 rows of cable. So it's okay. the same code as vertical mm-hmm. balusters. You okay. still can't fit a four-inch sphere in between any opening of the oh, rail. Okay. So they typically space them three inches on center just so you can So they don't spread apart. enough apart. Right. So oh, okay. with some tugging on them, mm-hmm. I mean, they're tensioned, so they're tight. But um, one of the concerns we do see with cable is kind of has that ladder effect where you could climb on it and climb up it if you really wanted to. Oh, I okay. can see um, kids thinking so that's brilliant. That's why there, there are some, yeah, my son's included. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of uh, popular cable looks out there right now that are pretty strong cables of vertical. They're run vertically. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. and so it's an infill section and then the cable just runs up and down instead of horizontally if that's a concern. Does that give you a better view? Because the reason she hasn't put or you know anything up there yet is because they love looking out on the yard and the field beyond their yard and things like that. Is the cable better for that? Big time. Yeah, that's that's really the wheelhouse. If you've got a picturesque view, something you really want to enjoy, that cable just has a way of disappearing. See, I'm going to put up solid walls around mine because there's nothing worth seeing on the other side. <laughs> Sorry to my neighbors. I was going to say, except your children and your dog. I just burned a bunch of dog. bridges unintentionally. I was just making a funny. It's not necessarily. You have enough the, trees and bushes around your house that no one will see anyway. I guess and you I just don't want to be seen. That's the idea. Well, then you should just stay inside. <laughs> it's a very simple solution. Yeah, I have very delicate skin anyway. Oh, my goodness. Burn quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the maintenance like on the, the cable systems? How long do they last? Are they coated with something? Are they coated with a plastic protecting Nope. It's, it's a true stainless steel cable, so it'll last no need for, for the a protection. long, long time. Yeah. No, there is. I mean, we sell little kits that are stainless cleaner kits. Okay. But it's it's just a cleaner. It's, it's not a coating. 
learning of any kind. Is that something people can install themselves, or is that starting to get more complicated? Yeah, it depends on what you pick. I mean, we do stock some cable rail sections that can be drilled through regular wood posts as mm-hmm. well. It's a pretty mm-hmm. economical way to do cable, um, and they're very user-friendly. All right. So, do they normally go from one end of the deck to another through the railings, or do you have other ones that connect in smaller sections? There are some sections, the the packages that we stock, if you've got a 40-foot run, you can buy a 40-foot string of cable with the easy fittings on both ends, and you just drill that hole and lace it the whole way through and then tighten it down. Hmm. Um, some of the other brands that are out there are infill sections, so it's a assembled section that's going to fit inside in between your gotcha. existing posts. So it's an assembled section, though. There's assembled sections and there's oh. loose sections. All right. So there's right. there's a lot of options. A lot of options. Yeah. What does something like that price out compared to like the composite or something like that? Are we more or less, generally? It depends. With the cable, it depends how many jogs and turns there are. Because oh. if you the, the money in the cable is all in the fittings. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a 40-foot straight run with nothing in between, it's really economical per foot. But if you've got a 6-foot and then a turn and then an 8-foot and then a turn and a 10-foot, it, it gets expensive pretty quick. Oh, well, that sounds like the perfect option for them because it's one giant straight (laughs) run all the way across the front of the house. (laughs) And if you don't know, I mean, we can certainly work up pretty easily and quickly a a price and let you know about what that would be. So help me with this a minute before we let you go. Somebody's got a deck. You know, I've got a deck where I might want to do something like this. Mine Mm -hmm. is on the ground. So we don't have any railings right now because there's nowhere to fall to. <laughs> you can just twist an ankle. <laughs> <laughs> but still, the look of it is it's a nice look. Yeah. But I have no idea what would be best. And sometimes it's hard for people to visualize that. I mean, how do you help people figure out what's the best choice for them for their situation? Um the best thing really is uh, stop into one of our showrooms. We've got cable, composites, aluminum. We've got all those railings assembled on a display deck. And mm. it's just everybody's got their own unique style and preference. And it really is. But you've got a lot of visuals out there. We can take an actual look, look at product, yeah. not just pictures of Definitely. product. Yep. And you've got how many locations? Three locations. Where are they? Highland, Douglas, and South Haven. All right. And Overisel Lumber, where, where, where in the world does the name come from? <laughs> well, we started in the town of Overisel. Um, my grandfather moved the business to Holland in the 60s, so we just kind of kept the name because nobody can pronounce it, and that's yeah, fun that's, for us. You know? <laughs> well, we're Repcolite, and we have the same thing. Oh, we yes. get Repcolite, Repolite, <laughs> Rectolite, <laughs> yeah. things that sound like Recto that are less popular. Yes, my that's grandma does called. that. <laughs> yep, it's, it's been called a lot of things. Yeah. It, it is kind of fun. Yeah. It's memorable. <laughs> yes, anyway, it if our listeners want to get more information, want to stop out at one of the locations, find the location near them. How's the best way for them to figure all of that out? You can jump online, find us uh, over isolumber.com. Um, look us up, give us a phone call. O V E R I S E L. You should it. make up a song. <laughs> I'm Why not don't you do... get right on that? I'll get right on that. <laughs> anyway, Jason Slink, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking about accent walls, how you pull it off and make it work for your space. That's all next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. 
And we're back uh-huh. in the studio with Kim Zolper and Nancy Von Enns. Kim Zolper from Kim Zolper Interiors. Nancy Von Enns from Envy Interiors. Mm-hmm. We established last time you guys were on the air that you don't have a staff, which was, you know, I had this image of like all these underlings and you'd snap <laughs> your fingers and they run around. <laughs> Turns out, Nancy, you said your husband is your secretary from time to time. From time to time. Yes. And Kim, you've got people that do what you want when you need it. Right. Yes. But mostly this is just you guys. Right. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I use guys that's the word I use. Yes. I, 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 so I apologize. That's a, <laughs> no worries. It's Ladies. how I roll. I roll with the children at home. <laughs> yeah, that and, is true. Yeah. Well, at least you're not That's calling just, them children. Or dudes or, or you. you know, all the things mm-hmm. that the children say. Yes. So anyway, last time you were on, we talked about gray, how gray is everywhere. And this time we want to talk about something that Betsy and I have talked about a fair amount. Mm-hmm. The idea of, but we've yeah. never really dug into the hows to yeah, pull this off. Right. We always talk about bringing color into your decorating, and mm-hmm. we know that a lot of people are nervous to do that. So we've always got a handful of simple ways to do that. Mm-hmm. You throw some throw pillows out or paint the back of a bookcase or right. you paint an accent wall. Yes. But we've never really dug into the whole ins and outs of painting an accent wall, you know, the common mistakes, the best practices, things like that. So let's talk about those things. You're professionals. We can keep this cool. <laughs> Where do you start we'll with an accent wall? Because I think people are afraid you right. you say try an accent wall and they look at you like you have two heads <laughs> and it blows their mind well where do i start so where do people start sure. in finding an accent wall color so i think when you're deciding where you're going to have the accent mm-hmm. wall you are usually looking at the room and the and you know deciding is there an architectural feature that i want to highlight okay a uh, living room, a lot of times, will have a fireplace in mm-hmm. it. So that would be a good place to do an accent wall because your eyes automatically going to go there. And you put an accent color there, it's it's really informing you to, mm-hmm. to look there and right. strengthen that as the architectural feature. Uh, you think about a bedroom, um, the wall that you put the headboard up against. That would mm-hmm. be a great place to do an accent wall. And it could be with a paint color. It could be wallpaper, you know, adding a texture or pattern to that. Um, maybe you even do a drapery along that wall um, mm-hmm. just to create some softness. Uh, you can... That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think one of the things that um, you have to be aware of is, do you have good cutoff points for an accent Mm -hmm. wall? Yeah. Because sometimes these homes, it's just a continuous flow of walls, and there is no start and stop place for an accent wall. And sometimes people don't realize that until they've really started Mm -hmm. painting and they realize, oh, shoot, where do I stop? So think about that ahead of time of if there is a good start and stop spot. Um, Sometimes I think just even a powder room or a bathroom that just is this, you know, step out of your comfort zone and do something really fun, whether it be a paint color or you can do um, wallpaper, just do something different. So you're saying the whole room, not just an accent wall. Right. Yeah. And if everybody heard the banging, we have electricians here doing work. Yeah, it's happened quite often. We apologize for all the craziness going on. But anyway, I just wanted to highlight that because it, it sounded like... Somebody was taking somebody out. You didn't fall, fall out of your seats when we were suggesting <laughs> that an no. accent color or do. a bold powder room. Okay. No, I didn't fall out of my seat. I would fall out. 
Yeah. I found we have, do you notice how high our chairs are? Yeah. Because we've had to raise our table up. I talked about this on the radio a couple of weeks ago, but I have to slide out of this because my feet. Because he's so from short. The sh- yeah, I'm far from the floor. Yes. And when I do, the static electricity I generate, <laughs> holy smokes, I think I could light a light bulb if I would hold it just right. Probably. So yes, when I fall out, it, it can be quite devastating. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, back to, yeah, back to accent the accent walls. Well, and- I like the, I want to dig into the idea of taking a room and doing the same concept because the whole point of an accent wall is to just get some color in, right? Mm-hmm. To to change things up a little bit, create something visually interesting. And if you don't have a great starting and stopping point, mm-hmm. that's a really important point because I don't know, Betsy, if you've ever been involved in the conversation in the paint store, but at Repcolite, I've been talking to, mm-hmm. you know, helping somebody who's right. showing me pictures and yeah. they're saying, I'm in the middle of this. Where do I stop now? Mm-hmm. Where... And I right. just say, well, we're going to need four more gallons to get all the way around the rest of the room because there's mm-hmm. nowhere to stop. Right. So yeah. another idea, if you're sitting there with that layout in your home, an option is to maybe change a room entirely, right? Correct. And I think with the open concept living that we do have in homes now, where our houses aren't the old traditional colonials where they're broken up mm-hmm. into four rooms and there's great start and stop, with a lot of the new construction, there is not that uh, ability to do that. So you really have to choose wisely when you're going to do a main paint through a house. Um, I do think a lot of my clients, they really are to a point where I work with a lot of baby boomers. So for them, this is not their first radio, rodeo, radio, rodeo. Um, is this your first radio? No, it's not. It's not. Um, but this is not their first rodeo. They've had several homes throughout their lifetime. So they've been there. They've done that. They know what they've liked to do in the past and what, you know, what they want to do differently. I find that they're a little bit more, um, uh, experimental with doing something fun. Um, I think Hmm. being safe with their homes, you know, throughout Mm -hmm. time where it's been neutral and, you know, they want to do something fun. Right. Um, I've had clients add a British phone booth into their home. Oh, I want one Um, of those. I know. (laughs) Um, And, you know, just different things. Wait, 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 wait. What? (laughs) A British phone booth. The red box. I always wanted one. Like, and it's a working one? Yeah, that's Definitely. where they make their phone calls from? No, actually, it's working as in, like, it, well, <laughs> we put a phone in it, <laughs> but for the grandchildren to play with. I do know somebody who actually turned a British phone booth into a shower. So, Oh, that's cool. I, you know, just think outside the box, like well, you were saying earlier. I've always wanted. I, yeah, I Googled I, it, and I found a British phone booth, but it was so heavy, and it was so What made expensive. you even think to Google that? Because I wanted one. Well, I never would have wanted one, but now I do. <laughs> Thanks I've a lot. always wanted one. <laughs> now my life's incomplete. Well, I thought I had it all wrapped up. <laughs> Not huh? so much. Okay, so that's thinking outside the box exactly. in a big way. Right, right. All right. So what about ceilings? What if I don't have a great breaking point? Is that something I can work with? Yeah. Or is that just way out there? Not it's at not all. Way out there. Yeah. <laughs> you can absolutely paint a ceiling in accent color. Have you done that? I have. And yeah. Where, where, what do you? What direction do you go, or does it just play out by the room? Do you go darker? Do you go lighter? Yeah, I would say it plays out by the room. Um, I did a home where we had gray on the kitchen walls, but we wanted to carry some of the blue we had used in the living and dining room. So bringing it into there, we put it on the ceiling. Right. Was it a light blue, like a sky blue? Was it, it was, navy blue? It was actually almost going more towards a teal. 
Ooh, yeah, I bet that. But was it held stunning. up really nicely. You know, they had darker cabinetry in there, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of a mid tone of the gray, and it just gave a really nice unexpe- unexpected um, splash of color up there. Yeah, a lot of people I, we talk about that a fair amount. Uh, Benjamin mm-hmm. Moore has a ceiling paint; they're premium. Yeah. ceiling paint and it will go on flat stay flat no matter what color you put up there so that's mm-hmm. really nice and it's very different because a lot mm-hmm. of other ceiling paints even if it is flat when you tint it it's going to pick up especially some sheen especially if you're going to something like teal right. or navy and you blue don't or... want sheen usually on a ceiling sometimes right. you can but it's harder to work with Yeah. but bringing color on the ceiling isn't as crazy as it sometimes sounds Mm-mm. to our conservative West Michigan mindset yeah, right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean a lot of homes um, in the south it's more common practice to mm-hmm. paint the ceiling. Um, and with that, I've found a lot of like it, using lighter colors, mm-hmm. like a lighter pink or a soft blue, yellow. Um, so it can still be perceived as fairly neutral, mm-hmm. but it just it carries a little bit of the color that maybe you've used more at eye level and brings it brings it up. And it just creates a, an interest to the room. All right, we're hitting the end of this segment. I'm wondering because what I'd like to dig into on the other side, mm-hmm. if you do, you have time to yeah hang over and we'll keep talking. All right, that's always the first thing. I'll okay. establish that. Uh huh. And what I'd like to talk about, just so you can prepare during the break, while Betsy and I get cookies, you can think cookies. about how do we help people choose a color. I mean, how do we get the right color if we're mm-hmm. going to do some of these, you know, infusions mm-hmm. of color into our home? How do we find the right one? We'll talk about that just around the bend. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and we've got a full studio. Betsy's mm-hmm. here. Yay! Kim Zolper Hello. from Kim Zolper Interiors is here, and Nancy Von Enns from Envy Interiors. And I think I screwed that up. Kim Zolper from? Yes. Douglas. Douglas. Saugatuck Douglas. Douglas. Mm-hmm. And is it Kim Zolper Interiors? Interiors. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't yes. screw it up. Oh, right. You if always would, do that. If you would just shut your mouth. Doggone it. <laughs> Every I, time. I know. And I, you don't realize when you have screwed it up. No, and then when you have no, it, know, you always think I you know, have. I know. It's my natural instincts are always wrong. Yeah. But let's just get back to the whole topic. We were talking about accent walls. Mm-hmm. And largely the, the overarching concept is just bringing color in. Right. Color or pattern. You know, or we pattern. We talked about wallpaper, and of course, I was, I'm always a big proponent of that. Yay, wallpaper! Yeah, wallpaper mm-hmm. can make a great accent wall, because mm-hmm. you get the color and the pattern. Potentially texture, texture if yep. you're doing a grass cloth or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's nothing quite like it. All of those things, but I know that a lot of people struggle. I, you know, It's still, it's scary to go from... Mm-hmm. what I'm comfortable with, to something that's using color. Mm-hmm. What are some of the best ways to make sure we get the right color? So I like to order the larger samples from Benjamin Moore so we can tape them. The larger paint or the, yes, um, the paper samples, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Um, I like to tape them up in the space and do a process of elimination. Uh, start at 10 o'clock in the morning, look at it, see what kind of light you're getting. Your light changes throughout the day. Every house is unique. Um, so I typically like to check at 10 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 
and then sometime in the evening. And you can start to do the process of eliminating even during that time. So it may pick up some strange hue, under hue, or all of a sudden something looks kind of purpley that shouldn't look purpley mm -hmm. or green. Um, and then just start pulling those samples off and you will narrow it down uh, quite well. And um, you can always paint a board if you wanted to. But I think the samples actually are a great way to start. I um, certainly, yeah, because Benjamin Moore has the sample pints. Right. But it's way better to start by narrowing the process down. Correct. I mean, yes. we'll gladly sell you 15 sample pints. We have people who have done that before. Well, and, and they'll get where they want to go. <laughs> Eventually. And then they've got a lot of paint for crafts yes. down the road. Mm -hmm. right. But you can narrow it down that way. And lighting is a huge determiner of how color looks in the end, right? Right. I mean, we always tell people that, but you, you must have seen that over the course of any number of projects, how colors oh, yeah. dramatically change. Yeah. I mean, if you're at Repco Light looking at paint and you select a few that you think are going to work and you bring it to your home, the color you thought you were going to favor mm -hmm. almost always is the one that you end up saying, oh, that one's out. <laughs> uh -huh. So, and I, I agree with Kim, using the swatches um, is a great way to get started with your sort of process of elimination. It gives you the full effect of what that color is going to look like where then after you narrow it down to maybe two or three you're favoring, then go buy the small samples and make sure right. you do more than one coat because that's not mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not fair to the paint. If a lot of right. people just put they put a little bit up yeah. and it looks like you can still see the red coming through underneath and And you don't always realize that. Mm -hmm. That's where it's really important to have it primed. Mm -hmm. Because the color can bleed through. I did have um in my one of my homes that I had in the past, I had um, my painter paint directly over a green, and it was a beige tone. Uh, it turned into a very strange color, and in the <laughs> evening, I couldn't stand being in that room because the color was so awful for me. I just hated it. So it's really important that you you definitely prime and have like a real neutral base to add that color to because it will change it. Or, um, or right. Or for sure, don't panic initially because enough coats of paint will still hide right. what's underneath. But yeah, you, you could get one coat on and it looks like it's solid coverage, but you've got a green underneath there mm -hmm. that can dramatically change what you think that color is on the surface. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is that now you over compensate mm -hmm. you come to the store we change the color and now it ends up being way too pink when you get that second coat on and you're confused how did you get there well some of it is that color underneath influenced it we've also seen it where people will paint a square yeah. on a wall mm -hmm. and not take into consideration the the wall behind mm -hmm. you know that color if it's a primer mm -hmm. it makes that paint look much darker mm -hmm. you know because it's bordered by white if it's a green that can really wreak havoc on the color it's going to vary from house to house because every house is different. Um, you may be facing west. You may be facing the south. And your light's going to be coming in differently. So what may work in your friend's house um, may not work in your house. Mm -hmm. And it, no two homes are alike for the most part. Um, and definitely when it comes to taste in between, you know, between different people, really very few people have, like, cookie-cutter taste. Um, right. So... I'm always a little leery on opinions from friends or family <laughs> right, because right. you're never going to hear what you want to hear because everybody has a different different idea or a different taste. I like mm -hmm. to say everybody else is wrong, but Betsy of says that's not, not nice. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> house nice. you talked about, the green? 
Uh, with the leaves outside? Yeah. Talk about that really, really quickly. Uh, there like, was a house snappy. A, a lot of years ago, probably 10 years ago, that I helped someone choose a color. And the big sliding glass door faced north. And they had all these trees outside. And we picked this fantastic color that the homeowner absolutely loved. And then she calls me one day and she said, um, my interior, my living room is lime green. And I said, it's what? And she said, yeah, there's like half an hour where the sun is just right coming through the leaves and it bounces on the wall and my living room is lime green. And so I went and sure enough, you could like set your watch by it. The wall turns lime green. And I said, so what do you want to do? Do we want to repaint? And she said, no, because I love it every other time of the day. I just won't be in here for this half hour. (laughs) Plus she figured, you know, eventually the leaves are going to fall and she's going to spend six months in gray and it's not going to look the same. So there is something to be said for pay attention to the lighting as it changes. Turn on different light bulbs in the room. Just see how the color changes to make sure it's really what you want. You'd be surprised how many things can influence the color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lighting. Like Mm -hmm. you were just mentioning, Mm -hmm. uh, different types of light bulbs. You have your reveal. um, Is it reveal? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or, yeah, reveal. Reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Reveal bulbs. I use those quite a bit because it's such a clean um, Mm -hmm. uh, display of color. Uh, But then you have your LEDs that have come out, and those have changed thank goodness they're not as cool and awful (laughs) as they were before so it's like a fluorescent light um now they're becoming warmer and it's Mm -hmm. it's becoming something that's becoming easier to work with but definitely take that into consideration um because your lighting is going to stay the same Mm -hmm. it's not going to change if you you know have can lighting or uh lamps just make sure you've got your right bulbs in when you're choosing so in the future, you change something and it's like, wow, all of a sudden this wall doesn't look like it did before. If our listeners have any questions about any of this stuff, trying to figure out the right wall for an accent, trying to figure out the right color, or maybe it's just something else that they've got going on, how do they best get in touch with both of you or either of you? <laughs> Nancy, why don't you give your info first? Yeah, sure. I'm Nancy Von Enns and um, my business is NV Interiors. You can reach me by phone 312-909-2727 or by email nancy at nvinteriorsmi.com. And I'm Kim Zolper Interiors, and I'm in the Sagatuck Douglas area. My phone number is 630-460-8246, or you can email me at kimzolperinteriors at gmail.com. And Zolper spelled Z-O-L-P-E-R because no one ever spells it right. <laughs> so We'll put all that information in the show notes. And Kim is spelled K-I-m. Correct. Right? Good I job. Get, I get Zolfer a lot. So Zolfer? Uh, uh, Zolfer, yes. Zulfur. Or Zoppler. Actually, they switch it around. Zoppler. So. Zoppler. That's like the radar, right? Yes, Zoppler. 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 Radar. Yes, oh, yeah. Zoppler. Zoppler. Yes. Anyway, Kim and Nancy, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks. And that's going to do it. But before we wrap it up officially, I do want to give you that update on Betsy and the surgery that took place on June 18. Uh, It was an extensive surgery. We talked about it on the radio and a fair amount of things going on there. And the good news is that everything went really well. So they're very happy about that. The I wouldn't even say it's bad news. It's not bad news. It's expected news. But the recovery is painful. It's, It's a long haul. She spent about a week or so 
dealing with just that initial recovery time and she's got a bit of a road ahead of her and some physical therapy and all of that to get things back to where they should be. And she definitely would appreciate any prayers that you'll be willing to offer on her behalf. That would be really appreciated by all of us here. We'd like to see her back in our studios and back behind the microphone as soon as possible. But everything right now looks really good and really promising. It's just the whole recovery thing. So keep her in your prayers. Now, whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. Repco Light and the Port City Paint Stores are all open until 3 o'clock, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. Thanks for listening.